From WXVU and the Caritas Commitment, this is Think Negative. I'm Jack. And I'm Chrissy. And Jack, it's just us today. Just us. Um, We're going to do a little chat, a little pulse check, if you will. How are things going? What's happening on campus? It feels like uh, the weather is changing and it could be like full spring, but you know, it feels like we have, actually it was really cold in the beginning of the week. Yeah, it was, it was terribly cold yesterday, but now it's almost 50. And I, you know, after three weeks of just looking at snow out my window, I can actually see grass, which is lifting my spirits. So we'll use our time today to lift other spirits as well, Jack. Yes. And talk about some of like the really great stuff that's going to bring us through the next few months until we get to the end of the semester, because we're, we're going to get to the end of the semester. Yes, we are. We, we absolutely can do it. Feel really good about that. So, um, you know, we've got, what, what, what are some of the things that have come to your attention, Jack? Well, I think, you know, as a, as someone that's helping, you know, run a club with the radio station, um, getting to, finally do an involvement fair for the spring last week and starting to see actually more people get involved than we even had in the fall, because I think people are actually really looking to start doing some stuff and start looking ahead to when they can be doing more in-person activities in the fall. You know, it feels like people are getting more involved. I think spirits are lifting in the last couple of weeks, Um, you know, post the insanity of the spike, everybody's starting to you know, get, get back into the rhythm of, okay, we're wearing our masks and not going crazy and the numbers are fine. So we're not paranoid about, you know, having to pack up again. Uh, it's great to see people actually walking around campus. I have, I have not seen a portable chair yet. Oh, I did Jack on Friday night. I was coming from Wayne and, you know, it was like early evening. It wasn't late you know, in the six o'clock before dinner, I mm-hmm. would say. And there were a group of students at the Commons on campus, our new uh, residence hall area. And they had um, portable chairs in a circle in front of some of the buildings in the snow. And in the wow, snow. that's dedication. So that was commitment, I thought. Now I did see like, some, I have no idea what they were doing there, but they were socializing, you know, in a nice distance apart. And there were like these um, people on a stick, it looked like in the snow too. So something was happening there. Maybe they were friends who were studying from home and they wanted to include them in their social circle that evening. Oh, like they had like a selfie stick with someone on it? No, no, it was actually like, like a stick and then like, like a face, like a face on a stick. Oh, okay. Yeah. But it seemed to be like a whole human being on a stick that was not life-size. I I think you might've stumbled onto like some sort of weird ritual or something. Maybe. (laughs) That's a little creepy. It looked completely normal except for that little fact. However, driving by there was like, it did kind of warm my heart as some people know the, the, portable chair idea came from somebody I, I know closely, my husband. And 
I thought it was a good idea and I took it to our team, our community first team, our operations team, and it was approved. And it was, it's just fun to see that idea has really, it, it was kind of like a morale thing and it was a logistical thing. Um, but yeah, the chairs are making a comeback for the spring. I feel it. They're going to be out there. I mean, I think today, you know, this sort of 40s and 50s is the perfect sweet spot for both chair and cozy. Oh, my gosh. Honestly, um, Jack. So I, I'm expecting to walk outside after this and just see a field of cozies and chairs. But yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think people are feeling good. And I think people are starting to think about spring. I mean, you know, it's one of the things that I've always that I didn't know about Villanova until I came here and I've always sort of dreaded since I came here is this couple months weather-wise because as someone from Oklahoma it it sucks sometimes to be stuck inside and be cold all the time but now that we're starting to come out of it I feel like people are saying well how are we going to spend our weekends now what are we going to do what you know what's next the food trucks came back last weekend we had to move them to the Sheehan Beach, right? Yeah, they were they were kind of all over the place. Conley Circle near the Sullivan basketball courts, um, in the quad. But I, I heard we had a good good, you know, sensible crowd. Sensible, good. well, responsible, well, well res- yes, well done, students. Um, so they're coming back this week. The fire pits moved to the courts too because we have just like, you know, the snow and then turns into mud, Yeah. but we'll, we'll get back to where we were. Um, and there have been some activities this week. I know campus ministry was having fireside chats in the evening. Uh, I'm looking forward to some more programming at the green with the open mic nights. We, those were a big hit. They were, I mean, honestly, it was so beautiful to hear some of our students and their and I heard like one of the students that we had at the open mic night put out like a record recently. Wow. About music. So, but um, I, I am going to use this time with you, Jack, to educate our listeners on all of the fun that we've yes. got coming up. And, you know, this month is March and, you know, in like a lion, out like a lamb. And in the middle of the month, we have... St. Patrick's Day, which is, you know, if you're Irish or not, people like to enjoy some good fun on St. Patrick's Day. So, um, you know, we, Kat has put out, I know the arcade night is coming. Yeah. And then we're going to do some senior programming for St. Patrick's Day. So we had such a big hit with that boo and brew. Yes. People loved that. Yeah. That was a huge hit. So I think we're going to bring something like that back for St. Patrick's Day. Some good, some good Irish music, maybe some good beer, you know, good for the seniors to have a little fun and some community together. And, um, and then this is, I, I'm not sure everybody understands, but soon information will be going out about Easter. Mm-hmm. And as far as we know, we've never had you know, our students on campus in mass for our Easter services. Yeah. So, I mean, we have some beautiful things planned. Community First, along with campus ministry is really, 
you know, taking over the, the programs, but, um, you know, Holy Thursday is typically the washing of the feet and um, that, you know, symbolism that is with that ceremony. Um, and we're considering how we can really appreciate our healthcare workers during that, that ceremony. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then we have Good Friday, we'll have some, you know, live stations and, you know, there's no classes obviously on Good Friday. And then that Holy Saturday, there's a vigil, which, you know, I, I think of myself, Jack, as like a decent Catholic. <laughs> and, you know, I've never been to a Holy Saturday Easter vigil. Really? And it's long, but apparently like part of it is the after, like the ceremony, the celebration is over. It's like, Alleluia, Easter, you know? Yeah. And so we're going to have a celebration, again, food and drinks and things for to celebrate Easter. And then hopefully we have some ecumenical sunrise service and, you know, for maybe those that don't practice in um, the Roman Catholic tradition that we can include the, all of those uh, community members and then have an Easter Sunday mass and brunch and i'm sure we're going to throw in some easter egg hunts along the way oh i hope so yeah we have to do that and maybe even some like contests for easter bonnets or you know some fun things that we do around easter but you know yeah. campus will just be beautiful and it will be spring and we'll all be here together historically you know this is like a, a big deal. Now being from Oklahoma, you definitely can't go home, but I do feel like people should stay on campus and experience oh, this yeah. with their friends. I mean, absolutely. I think, you know, for all of the historical negativity of this year, I'm so excited about the historical positivity. And, you know, I've had friends sort of toss around, you know, they might be going home or, you know, if they're in the area, and I'm like, it's going to be really cool. And when you were talking about holy saturday it reminded me of uh well hopefully nobody from my parish is listening because my freshman year i went home for easter and you know growing up i was an altar server and they asked my brother and i to serve easter vigil which you know uh in a parish that's bringing people into the faith that's like the day where they're confirmed and baptized and all of that and so it's a long mass and it was during the I March Madness game. It was during one of our games. And so my brother and I are sitting on the side of the altar. Uh, and my brother keeps checking the score on his phone really subtly during, during one of the holiest masses of the year. And we're just, and it was a blowout game. I don't remember who we were playing. It might've been the final four game. Uh, and I can't, maybe it might've been against Oklahoma, actually. I was going to say remember. Oklahoma. Yeah. And, and we just, I mean, it was a very, very good game for us. And uh, hopefully, again, no one from my parish is listening because yeah. I was not paying attention to the mass, but uh, <laughs> felt very connected know. to Villanova. And so I'm so excited for those things to happen on campus, you know, um, and to have those options for like safe services. I mean, I've, uh, I've, I've been to two masses in the past year. And uh, so I'm so excited to, to A, go back to church, which, you know, 
I should. And B, do it safely and do it with the community is just going to be awesome. Yeah, that's a whole thing, like how we get people to come back to church too, which could be another podcast. But <laughs> my family, it was just my birthday and my family this past Sunday, we all went together for the first time together in person. Like we've, we've been watching it on our couch. I, I like the 7.30 a.m. mass. So sometimes I'd go by myself, but, um, you know, it was... Yeah, I think that's going to be a conversation at some point. But back to your point, the outdoor, I just, I'm picturing all this outside in the campus green. It's all out there. It's just going to be so beautiful. Easter flowers. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Like April in on campus is just beautiful. And so I'm like looking forward to all of that. So, but I, I feel like I'm going to be talking a lot right now because the You've other, got the, list. The, the list of, of what, you know, we are looking forward to as we finish up Easter and we get through to the fi- to finals. I really want to create and work with, you know, our student involvement folks and se- to create some senior activity. And that kind of leads me to yesterday's announcement or this week's announcement on commencement. So yes, did you get that email, Jack? I did. I did. I was um, I I was very nervous when I got that email because, uh, you know, when I when I call home, when I talk to my mom, it's the first thing she's been asking about for months is, have you heard anything about commencement? And, you know, uh, she my parents have, because I'm from so far away, they've only been to campus since we've come to school. My brother and I, uh, they've only come up twice in the past four years. And so uh, she was really excited to be able to come up and be here. And so I was very nervous. But then when I talked to her about how she wasn't going to be able to come, it, it was actually, I mean, I think part of it might've been her putting on a brave face, but at the same time, I think she was, uh, there was a lot of relief because now it, it takes some of the burden off of the parents and off of us to say, to try and make the judgment call of, is that going to be safe for people who haven't been a part of the community for four months at that point, five months, you know, is it, is that travel going to be safe? Is that where, is it going to be safe to sit in the fin with all those people? And, you know, now it's Okay will be, it'll be online, but it'll be great because we'll know that everybody's being safer and, you know, there's nobody, you know, one of the things my roommates and I talked about a little bit was, you know, oh, what if people are vaccinated? Can they come? And, but what this does really, and I, th- I think why it was the right call is nobody's going to be left out because everybody's being left out a little bit. So everyone's going to get involved at the same level, which I, you know, I think is just the best we could do. Yeah, I think so. It's not a secret to Jack, but maybe to others that I oversee commencement. So that was, um, I was highly engaged in that decision-making. So, you know, it wasn't easy. I, I feel really good that we can do an in-person ceremony for our students, you know, the class of 2020, we haven't forgotten them. Something's going to be going out shortly about them as well. But, you know, the 
they didn't even get to be in person. And I just want to take a moment to explain too how you know what ha- what came into our decision making process with that. Mm-hmm. So obviously the state of Pennsylvania had guidelines that we needed to meet, and up until actually Monday, you know we we really weren't sure if even having in person was feasible. Mm-hmm. When the governor changed and loosened the guidelines and the twenty percent, it meant we could have the whole class together in the stadium. And actually, if it rains, we can find a venue for on campus for the whole class to be together. Um, and in that case, if we had guests, we would have to eliminate them for a rain plan. Yeah. Which is not good. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be awful. It Travel be awful. all the way here and then you're right. sitting in your hotel while it's raining. So we had two focus groups of seniors and then a focus group of parents And, you know, I had over 60 students in the one focus group. And then I had a a good number in the parents one as well. And I think that, you know, the students quickly came to and gave me a lot of feedback that they want to be together. So I realized not every student was represented in that focus group, but the purpose of the focus group is, is such. Yeah. But, um, you know, we, we heard clearly from them that they want to be with their friends for that moment. Would they like to be able to thank their parents, include them in some way? Definitely. So I'm not saying that, but the priority to them and what we heard was them to be together. Right. Because they haven't had that opportunity at all. Yeah. So, um, so there, there was that. And then in the parents, focus group, talking to the parents, they all, you know, very supportive. I was appreciative of them. And in the beginning of the conversation, obviously finding a way that they can be there. And quickly, I think it, when I set out some of the logistics and some of the things we were up against, and at that time more more than we currently are, but, um, you know, they, they came to the realization that we just want you to do what's best for our students, our sons and daughters. And so with that, you know, we started playing around with schedule options and we realized that with guests, we would have to limit things so much. Our efforts for the weekend and prior would be on crowd control and maintaining distance and sanitizing. And that, you know, we came to the conclusion that the, a weekend wouldn't be about the graduates. The ceremony would be about all of our efforts would be to maintaining health and safety. Right. And we looked at options and realized that in order to do what's best for the students, we needed to make that hard decision. And I know we, we have some great ideas that, you know, I, I've been doing commencement now for over 15 years, I, I know we can make this a really special event for our students, a memorable experience. And while we will miss having the families right there with them, I think that, I hope that people can trust that this will be best for everyone. Um, so there are students that made it clear that they will not feel comfortable being with everyone and that they wouldn't be comfortable with their parents for things like you're saying, Jack, about, 
you know, like, it, are they vaccinated? And, and we are hopeful that we'll have many more people vaccinated. But in Pennsylvania, and in this county in particular, we're not even close. And can you we're imagine crawling. the logistics? Yeah, we're crawling. Can you imagine how would we logistically be able to see like who's vaccinated? And this is like a ridiculous example. But just yesterday, the New York Times posted a story about a security officer that asked somebody to mask up. The person didn't want to wear a mask and and shot somebody. Now oh that is that is that is ridiculous. Yeah. And terrible. But our 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 event staff here, the ones we hire for basketball games, they don't even want to work our events where they can't control people not wearing masks. Yeah, absolutely. So I just logistically, how would we make sure that people, everyone felt comfortable, everybody was having a good time when we have a differing opinions across the country about mask wearing and distancing and all of it, yeah. it just became too much. And we know we would do better with just the students. And the last thing I'm gonna say, I can't promise that actually, but um, <laughs> is that, you know, some feedback we received was that we took the easy way out with the decision. And I, I just, I'm, I'm being a bit defensive here, but the easy thing to do would have been all virtual, like many of our, our colleagues are doing, yeah. um, especially in New York, um, you know, we have heard many schools that are doing just all virtual. And so that would have been the easy way out. Um, uh, and we believe that this way will allow us to put all of our energy and effort into the graduate experience. So that's what I have to say. Yeah. I mean, I think that, you know, as with every part of this semester, we're lucky that we're doing anything in person. We're, we're lucky that we're, you know, that anybody's living on campus or going to class or, you know, getting food in the spit, right? Those things are things that really uh, in a normal year seem, seem normal. normal. Uh, are, are so, we're so lucky to be able to do them at all. And, you know, I, I think it's, it's, hard for some people now that parts of the world are trying to return to normal prematurely, I would say, uh, you know, like Texas is a hundred percent open and they have 0.2% of their population is vaccinated and that's not going to go well. But when you have places doing that, places like us that are trying to be responsible seem, you know, seem like we're being too cautious, seem, yeah. You know. And it's not political. Like these decisions no. are not, this is our reality, you know, right now. Yeah. It's and about the science. It's about the, the safety of everybody involved. And I think the fact that we can reasonably, because of what we've done all, all semester and all fall, the level of responsibility that our students have shown around, you know, following the Caritas commitment, all of that, you know, proves that for students, we can do it. And especially for seniors, seniors can do it because they, you know, if the options are be with your friends or go home and be on the couch and get your diploma in the mail while you're on the couch, 
nobody's going to say that they, they would rather do the latter uh, if they have the option. And the fact that we have the option at all is such, you know, you know, it's a blessing. It, we're lucky that we can do anything at all. And I, I'm, I must confess, I'm, I read some of the parents' Facebook posts and, um, you know, obviously the news went out yesterday uh, or this weekend. The, there was, you know, some complaints, obviously, but there were a lot of parents of 2020 grads on the Facebook page commenting, like, my graduate would have been so happy with this. Like, yeah. we need to be thankful for that. And, and I realize I'm, I'm in it and making these decisions. So I'm looking for the bright side there. But I really do believe that in May, everyone will look back and realize that we made the decision that was best for the students. So absolutely. I mean, I feel bad I for graduate so. students. Honestly, they graduate students and law students that, you know, they can't have their family either with them, but we, you know, there's just, it would be, yeah, we just had to make that decision and we believe we made what's best. So. Absolutely. I mean, I think, you know, it's, it's such a difficult decision and I can't imagine how many meetings and how many, how much zoom you've been on about this. And, um, but I think in the end, you know, I, I don't think any senior is going to walk away from the pavilion or the um, football field or wherever we end up having it. Nobody's going to be walking, you know, back with their friends and saying, man, that, you know, I wish I was on zoom for that. Right. And no, and no one's going to regret it. And I, I ask people to be a little creative themselves too. Like we aren't saying people can't come to Radnor township, you know, that like if like some parents responded, like I have to move my son out anyway. And that's a great, like you, that is different though than me inviting 5,000 people to campus at the same exact time. So I know people are going to have family here. There, there, there is going, that is going to exist. And I believe that that is a wonderful thing, but we can't have a mass invitation of a group of people um, that at the same time in our facility. So people can come take pictures and, you know, they'll, yeah. they'll be around for the whole weekend, but that that's fine. But um, our, the ceremony and the invitation to be in the same place at the same time has to just be for the students. So, yeah. you know, we're hearing from some parents that have some great ideas. They're like talking to some of the hotels and having like uh, some, you know, streaming at the hotels and the hotels are reaching out to me. And I, I'm, I'm happy to work with all of that, the creativity that abounds in our community um, and, and work through what people, you know, would like to do. So I implore everyone to be creative with all of that. I did see somebody post something that they wanted to have their own commencement at some local park. And I, I would, I would caution against that. I don't think that that would be approved either, but um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, I think at a certain point, and, and this is, I'm saying this as somebody who has been very COVID conscious. I mean, obviously doing the podcast, I, I'm more, you know, when I see people with their mask under their nose, like my, it drives, my, nuts. It drives me nuts. And so I'm, I'm, I'm probably more conscious about a lot of it than most, but 
I think if I was sitting in those seats and I look up and there's a, a full stadium, I, I would be having a panic attack because I'm like, this is insane. Why are we doing, why are we ending on such a, you know, an irresponsible note? Cause that's what it would feel like. You know? I, I'm glad you brought that up, Jack, because we actually on Monday had that conversation. Like, can you imagine that the first thing we do bringing everybody to it, that's the first time yeah. we bring all these people like we we just yeah it just yeah. seems it'd be it seemed irresponsible and, and, and the the glow you know sort of the oh fresh graduate you know the glow before the existential crisis that you're actually yeah. an adult <laughs> um that that post-graduation high so to speak would be replaced with well, now I need to go get tested. There's all, there's been thousands and thousands of guests on campus and there'd be paranoia instead of celebration. Yeah. And, mm. and I just, everybody needs to think that I'm not making the decision here on this just from Jack or, you know, <laughs> just from Sarah. Like I am looking at our whole student body, senior, graduate student, law student, PhD, NROTC commissioning, you know, wildcat crossing, majors and minors, like all of it that goes into the decision. And like, not everybody has parents that can drive here and not everybody, you know, it's not a one size fits all. Absolutely um, not. So, and that that's important. So as we, you know, commence our discussion on commencement. Well, well, here, let me ask you one. Yeah. And, yeah. and I, don't, I, I am certain you don't have an answer for this, but can you tease anything about a speaker? Is there anything like, are Yeah, I can tease a little bit. Yes. The, I, I, I believe next week we'll have a schedule out. We're meeting with a production company that, um, you know, we've used before for videos and things like that. And they're alums and we want to get them involved in the, they were instrumental in the production of last year's fully virtual mm -hmm. one. So um, they will be involved. Uh, I have meetings with our graphics department and um, working on some ideas that we have with that. And then um, our creative services area. And then like the lighting and sound and all that. So all those meetings are happening as we develop the scripts and what the schedule is going to look like. But, you know, the baccalaureate is an important part. The baccalaureate mass is an important part of our commencement ceremony. So um, we're looking to maybe start the weekend off with that and then have one full undergraduate ceremony and then one graduate ceremony and one law ceremony we are looking to have just the one mass where we typically have a couple, there's like an ROTC mass and there's a law mass, but I think we'll have the one campus mass. Mm -hmm. um, and campus ministry usually has like a senior mass too. So there's, there's also that, but the baccalaureate as part of our ceremony. And then the university ceremony is going to include the conferral and all of the name calling, I believe. So it might be a little bit longer than it normally is, but the majority of it will be focused on our students and their names. And hopefully our students have filled out their registration so that we know if they want to put a picture. Um, it's soon. The deadline is soon. March, tw March 20th, I think. I'm asking for March 20th. Yes. And then, you know, you have to order your caps and gowns to be shipped. So 
Um, so you have to get that all taken care of. I have to get that all taken care of. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Um, but I'll be sending more reminders about that, but as far as the ceremony itself, um, the focus group, actually, the students said that they would like to not focus on a speaker. They felt like they could YouTube motivational speakers. They would like somebody from our community to speak. Interesting. Yeah. So, so we are, Um, And we won't be giving honorary degrees, which for those that are not as aware of the academic ceremony, honorary degrees are are just that, but they're usually a part of the ceremony and and they take up a large portion of the ceremony. So you're introducing an honorary degree, you're then introducing the degree, and then you're giving it, and that that can take a long time. So by eliminating that and focusing on the students, you know, um, but we'll have PhDs that need to be hooded and awarded their degrees. And in a typical year, diplomas are mailed. So mm-hmm. we don't have that touch point of diplomas in a normal year. So, but we will find ways. And, you know, one of the things, the president's reception for all graduates, um, it's typically immediately after commencement. We want to continue do that and just have it all this food and drink for the graduates and then maybe after baccalaureate, do something um, social, maybe having some senior picnic also, yeah. which is a main part. You know, one of the hard things is like senior week activities are usually like go to a Phillies game, have something at the aquarium, um, you know, all these things that just can't happen right now. So right. we need to, we're, we're going to try to be creative with what we can do mostly on campus. So, I mean, I, I think that's great. You know, there's, Coming from Oklahoma, the concept of a senior week, whether in high school or college, that just doesn't exist. And, um, you know, hearing about hearing from friends about their high school senior week and how they're like, oh, like I didn't know any better. And so for me, you know, I I just can't wait to see what it's all like, because I've I've actually never gone to a college graduation uh, and my high school graduation was 80 people. And so my, my concept of this stuff is totally tiny. And so I'm, the good news is my bar is so low that it's all going to be amazing for me. I'll at least make Jack happy. Yes. <laughs> you know, some people who's might have older siblings and they've done a bunch of these might be like, yeah, this is but not I think how they're they'll normally. find that we've pulled out the pieces that are the most meaningful to the yeah, students. It and sounds like it. So I'm, I'm picturing, you know, a beautiful weather, you know, a day where people can finish the ceremony, come and have some food and drink with their, you know, in their cap and gown, take pictures at the Oreo after you've just graduated, you know, walk around campus under the arch of core, you know, like I, in front of the church, caps going in the air. I'm just picturing a really celebratory event on campus that day for just our graduates. And yeah. I think, you know, families could meet you for dinner after they can, you know, you could have, you know, brunch the next day if, you know, I think, but we are planning ways to kind of create some family ties into all of it too. So um, it just won't be physical right there. So, well, I, yeah. I, I'm so excited. That's I think it's going to be great. Tease right now. Th- that was a ton. I, I was expecting like, oh, we've got some good stuff in the works and now I've got a whole mental picture of it. I'm Yeah, we, we've I'm talked a little longer than we should have, but um, can you tell what's been on my mind, Jack? <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, I, I think this is a much better, you know, in terms of think negative. Yeah. This is a lot more fun to talk about than a spike or, you yeah, know. Yeah, food trucks, graduation, making sure you meet those deadlines, get your cap and gown. You know how disappointed families will be if you don't get your cap and gown in time and it's just your fault? <laughs> yeah, that, that would be kind of awkward walking, uh, crossing the stage in yeah. pajamas or something. Correct. That won't happen, Jack. I won't allow it. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully. Yeah. So, uh, but. Well, thanks for being willing to just have this kind of little pulse check conversation, Jack, just a time to, we were discussing having a guest today and we're like, let's just talk. Yes. Let, you know, looking forward, you know, there, there's so much on campus, you know, that's a that good title. There's so much on campus or looking forward. Looking forward. I like it. Uh, we might've used that already actually. Oh. I'm yeah, not sure. We'll, we'll, we'll get creative. I think we might've used that in the fall to talk about uh, January and oh, yeah. uh, boy, were we wrong about January, but, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, but very good. Well, I think that'll about do it for this week on Think Negative. Until next time, keep your V's up, your masks on, and we'll see you later. Bye.